Hi, I'm Trinity Wheeler. And I'm Alan Shaw. And this is Rhapsody Radio. Hi. Welcome back. Hi, Carrie. You're here with us. Yes, I am. (laughs) He was taking a drink. Yes. (laughs) He got caught off guard by the three, two, one, go. That's right. (laughs) I wasn't ready. Okay, now. Carrie Kirsch is back with us. Yeah. This is, uh, we we have a lot of stuff going on right now. We do. Mm -hmm. So, Alan and I just got back this weekend. Mm -hmm. So, to... To preface everything, today's episode's a little bit of a mishmash of a ton of different things. Ooh, I but love mishmashes. Yes, we love it. A smorgasbord <laughs> of topics. Um, Alan and I got back this weekend because we were up out in Vegas at the UFC Conor McGregor Dustin Poirier Dustin fight. Poirier fight. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, amazing. Uh, yeah, I and I was actually just talking to somebody at the gym about this. They they were like, "How was it?" And I admittedly was not necessarily like the biggest UFC fan before going out with you to to Vegas, but being in the room where it happens and to see all of the fights happening and to learn all of the stories about all of the fighters, it is like, I'm invested now. I'm invested because also like, (laughs) it's not just about like people beating each other up. It's like the people that actually have the technique and the form and the ability to know how to do all of these mixed martial arts, they are the ones that win. Yeah. And they're the ones that are, that are the most impressive because if you, you and you know when somebody's in the ring and they don't know what they're doing, yeah, the or um, the octagon. Sorry, yeah. no, totally. This is supposed to be my sport that he's now <laughs> interested in. <laughs> I guess it's okay. I have to find something else that he's not interested in. I'll give well, you like soccer. I don't like soccer. Yes, <laughs> football. <now>. Yes, <laughs> football um, for now. Um, no, it, it was amazing. You know, a lot of people said, oh, uh, so sorry the fight was so short. I was like, no, no, no. I said, we were there from 3 o'clock in the mm-hmm. afternoon till about 11 o'clock at night. Yeah. There were so many great fights on the card. Of course, we're huge Dustin fans. Yeah. And it turned out exactly like we wanted it to. Yeah. Um, sure, we would have all wanted to see a couple more rounds, but the bottom line is at the end of the day, Connor was getting beat up. He sure was. Two judges judged that first round 10-8. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was... It was definitely in Dustin's favor. So it was a ton of fun. Tons of celebrities were there. Yeah. It's so funny because they like put the camera on people and I have no clue who they are. <laughs> yeah. You know, like the only person I knew was like Donald Justin Trump. <laughs> Justin, yeah. Justin, yeah. Justin Bieber. Those are like the two people that I knew that were there. That's right. But um, a lot of celebrities and stuff that I'm like, who are these YouTube stars that I have no clue? <laughs> They're like following their people are following them around with like cameras and stuff. We're like, mm, have no idea, but no, no I bet they're cool. We had amazing seats though. We'll definitely be going back for the Poirier Charles Oliveira fight. Yeah. Um, but it was a blast. Yeah. Have that? Huh? Have I haven't that? announced, but I mean, that's, but that's, 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 is, that's, yeah. that's what's going to happen. We haven't announced a date yet, mm-hmm. but I, I would think perhaps before the end of the year, yeah, we'll get to I see that so, fight. December, for sure. Um, also, you just, we just celebrated the three-year anniversary I of Rhapsody. I, honestly, I can't believe wow. it. You know, looking back on the three years, the first year uh, was, it felt like three years. Mm-hmm. Then the second year happened, uh, and with that also included COVID. So that w- felt like it also was very long, but then also went by like in a flash. And this past year has been just... I blinked and all of a sudden we're at the end of year three. 
it's, I mean, and it's great just to see the, the amount of people that have come through the gym, um, that the community that's built, it's just been quite awesome to watch the progression of how Rhapsody is expanding. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it's, um, it's amazing to see people also like in, in this post sort of COVID world and we hope so, you mm-hmm. know, this mm-hmm. new variant is really popping up right now, yeah. but, um, you know, people are out, people are coming back. It was the same that being in Vegas, you know, we were in an arena with 20,000 people. I mean, mm-hmm. it was rocking and rolling, you know, Garth Brooks was in town that same night with 80,000 at the football stadium. Totally so crap. It was, wow. um, it was amazing. And so, yeah. you know, if everybody would just get their vaccine, we could all come back. And I will tell you, the theater industry wants you to. You know, my, my industry is like, we're, we're, we've been the most timid of the, mm-hmm. the sort of live entertainment mm-hmm. world. You know, the sports industry just kind of barreled forward and they're back. We're very timid in the theater world. Um, sometimes I wish we were a little more front-footed. But, you know, um, we're, we're coming back and, and it looks like it's happening. Um, I'll be rocking and rolling this fall. It's great. I can't wait. So yeah. get your vaccine and go see a show. That's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it helps us all. It's, it's literally it's going to save our industry if, 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 if you buy tickets. So, yeah, for sure. So get out there and buy tickets. So, yeah, I mean, Rhapsody Anniversary is incredible. Um, Carrie has, uh, as Alan has been working on some other projects outside of the gym, uh, Carrie's basically taken over as our team leader. It's our version of a gym manager. Woo-hoo. So congratulations on that. That's been going for yeah, a month. Well, a while now. Probably about six months now. To be real, we just yeah. finally put a, a title to the yeah to the definitely. job. I mean, this is my eleven months. I a can't... year is next month. This Friday was a year that I came down and visited. What's interesting? So. You came like right as we were like really gearing back up mm-hmm. after shutting down for COVID, and so you've been here like it's been constant growth since you've been yeah, here. Yeah, it really has. Um, it's been wild. The first, we were saying the first couple months felt like mm-hmm. forever, really from like last August to about December. And then these last seven or so have just completely flown by. It's just, um, yeah. Yeah. Again, we blinked and yeah. all of a sudden we're like, Hey, it's end of, it's the yeah. middle of July or <laughs> yeah. end of July. Holy and, crap. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it's great to have you and, and great to have you in this new yeah, role because be you're going to, you're going to, I bait. mean, you're sitting here with us. Yeah. So like <laughs> <laughs> if we didn't trust you, then yeah. you you're going to basically save my marriage because we're going to kill each other <laughs> if he's in that gym anymore than he is. <laughs> it's hard to get him out of it. Yeah. And so it was great. He, Alan said that when we were in Vegas, uh, this was really kind of the first time since COVID and since you've been here running mm-hmm. the gym mm-hmm. that you've been away. And Alan told Carrie, he was like, Carrie, I knew things were good because I didn't worry once. Yeah. 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 There was never a moment that I was like, oh God, what's going on? Like, I was like, no, Carrie's got it. Mm-hmm. If something pops up, he's got it. I'm fine. So yeah. speaking of being away, mm-hmm. you and I leave on Saturday with Team Rhapsody headed to the CrossFit Games. The CrossFit Games Ooh. in Madison, Wisconsin. Oh my yeah, gosh. Man. Can you yeah. believe that? I uh yes and no at the same time. It's this will be our first time actually going to the games ever since we've actually started doing CrossFit back in 2000 whenever uh yeah, I don't know, 10, 11. Yeah. Um and so I'm I am excited but it's not also that we're going to the CrossFit Games. We are taking an RV and going to the CrossFit Games. Yeah, I've rented an RV. Of course, it's a nice RV, and I'm terrified to drive yeah. it because it's enormous. Yeah. But uh, we have our orientation. Our friend Colin's going with us, and I said, I'm going to drive, but Colin's going to have to deal with all the gray water. I hear that's what you don't want to deal with. Uh-huh. And so he's going to be the mechanic. That's the very, RV. that's a very, it's, that's very, 
<laughs> that's very like um what's it called uh it's very pc well that, um, I, I, no, I that's just called shit water let's just be real <laughs> let's just be real honest so colin and i go for our rv orientation on saturday morning before we take off uh-huh. and so i'm learning how to drive it and work all the systems but then he's like doing all that stuff underneath it. and i'm just gonna wing it i guess you're gonna wing it <laughs> great okay <laughs> but we, we, we head out, uh, we live on Saturday, we get into Madison on Monday, we're going to take our time on the way up, of course we're going to make a pit stop at Dollywood, yeah. because you can't go through Tennessee without stopping at Dollywood. I know, it's going to be fun. <laughs> I have never been there. It's, Do they have a ride where it's like her boobs? No. <laughs> <laughs> They should double. I know, they should totally do that. The Tit Express the t- or something like that. That would be amazing. Oh God. You need the, the double D, baby. The double D. <laughs> oh, shit. I used yeah. to be obsessed with her. It's like, went from like years five to eight. Yeah. I didn't really know what she did or who she was, but. Well, so just. strangely enough. Is that when you tried to get yeah. off the bottle? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I always knew that about you, Carrie. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, so fu- it's funny because Do- Dolly, my mom... You're a boob guy. Okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> my, my mom is a giant fan of Dolly Parton's, my, and my mom kind of looks like Dolly Parton. She so, does, yeah. Yeah, she does. And, and, when, and in her younger years, she really like exaggerated that. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, yeah, we've always had Dolly Rance. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And then we get into Madison on Monday, and we check in on Tuesday, and the team starts competing on Thursday. Yeah. So it's going to be incredible. And, Alan, congratulations to you, you know, mm-hmm. as a head coach, to have a team going to the games mm-hmm. in your third year of – when you're, you're in your fourth year now of your business is, is really incredible. Yeah, I – it's it's definitely a um, – I'm gr- I'm incredibly grateful for the opportunity to be able to showcase Rhapsody on a international level, taking mm-hmm. them to the CrossFit Games. The team is ready, yep. um, and I am I am excited for them to really help ha- have them showcase all of their strengths. And then also, they've really just been honing in on their communication with each other. Sure. Um, because with anything, when you're at that level. It's, it doesn't matter about talent. Everyone is talented that's there. Mm-hmm. But what really makes it is if you are able to communicate efficiently with your teammates in order to accomplish that. Because that's between seconds in transitions to seconds in running to the finish line, all of those things. If they do that, you it's going to be it's going to be something to watch i can't yeah and, and it's it's interesting how the team came about because at the beginning of the year um so the team is made up of Owen Bernstein who you have coached for a couple of years now couple, and yeah we've gone to a few you guys yeah. have traveled to the UK you've been to Argentina competing as mm-hmm. Owen as an individual yeah you had Stephanie Rodriguez as part of the gym. So we always had two, you know, really strong athletes. Stephanie and Owen have both been to the games before mm-hmm. on previous teams. Owen from uh, in, in yeah, Back Bay. Back Bay. Yeah. And then Stephanie from Fraternity. She's, they've both been to the games. And then at the beginning of the year uh, from New Orleans. Yeah. Jared Shaw and... Yeah, Chris, by way of Columbia. By yeah. way of Columbia. Yeah. Jared Shaw and Kristen Mathis moved to Charleston, joined the gym, and we had no intention of creating a team. Uh, Jared and Christian haven't been in the games, but, you know, Christian's been regional levels athlete and and, and, and that all those sort of like local regional competitions. Mm-hmm. And 
at the last minute, we're like, let's just do the open and see what happens. Right. And so we did week one of the open. You know, you can register a large group of people to potentially end up being on the affiliate team. Yeah. And it was interesting throughout the open, sort of different people sort of popped out and actually helped the team with some scores during the open, which was great. And then um, we qualified for, for, for semifinals. Yeah. Out of that. And, um, it was quarterfinals, then semifinals. It was it was amazing, and and the team, you know, really had an incredible performance at Atlas Games, which was our semifinal event. Yep, um, they, they were just consistent. That's and that's the thing about CrossFit is that consistency is key when it comes to any hundred percent. You know, events. of the events yeah. they had an event win. The top four at Atlas Games, there's five from Atlas Games that advanced to the CrossFit Games. The top four spots were pretty much locked in on day two mm-hmm. and didn't move. Like mm-hmm. that leaderboard did not shift from there. Yeah. So what I'm really excited about the team is that consistency matters mm-hmm. and we've really been working on consistency and and all of that, like you say, has been based on communication. Yeah, 1,000%. You know, and on top of that, our team is strong, um, yeah. which is great. So we love when it gets heavy. Yeah, Owen is like the strongest person I've ever met. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's insane. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, what's always hard... And he's very it, nonchalant about it, too. He just, like, picks up a bar, and you're like, yeah, like, yeah. how are you doing... That's like my deadlift, and you're snatching it. Great, yeah. okay. Yeah. And what's always challenging about a team of four is, you know, finding two women from the same gym yeah. at that level. That's always a really hard combination. And with, with Steph... And, and Christian, it really, um, it was really a great find. Yeah, absolutely. And Jared, who programs for the team, works with the team, he's on the team. He's been really, really great to mm-hmm. have. And um, I think they complement each other uniquely. There will be challenges. There are definitely workouts that we know are coming that are going to be very hard for us. Mm-hmm. But I think they're ready for it. I agree. I agree. And last thing, before we dive into Details Matter, yeah. I... I just have to say that having Nancy Mace write us a letter about Jeffrey's story. Yeah. I mean, was, so we, we recently yeah. released um, a sort of a short film documentary piece about one of our members named Jeffrey Fisher. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a stroke survivor um, that, that struggled with aphasia, past stroke, had very sort of limited mobility, limited speech, and through working with his speech speech pathologist and then also coming to CrossFit, which was a really out... He tried uh, traditional therapy and wasn't really didn't see change and really didn't see improvement. So there is a really cool physical therapist here in Charleston named Mesa Hanawi, who's always been a big fan of Rhapsody. And she recommended to Jeffrey and his, his wife, Alice, go try CrossFit and yeah. just see what happens. So Jeffrey came into our gym sort of like at, right after our first year mm-hmm. and has the, the, the strides that he has made is Absolutely incredible. Yeah. Um, not only from a, a, a movement and mobility standpoint, but also from a speech standpoint. CrossFit is sort of helping him in all areas. Yeah. And they're just really, really great. We've been working with some uh, filmmakers um, out of Clemson who are have been incredible to work with. And we have a few more projects on the docket with them. But they created this short film that we premiered at the Terrace Theater here mm-hmm. in Charleston. And uh, it... it it went amazingly well and has been getting a lot of accolades. It's Mm -hmm. been, you know, in the CrossFit world, it's been the CrossFit media, but it's also been in some more national publications. Right. And then we got a a letter from our local Congresswoman about it, which was really incredible and, 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 and great to hear. And, and, um, if you get if you get a chance to check it out, go on a, the Rap City TV YouTube page, yeah. and check that out because that is a great 
um, series. You it's, can find it, it on Instagram too, or it's well, yeah, right? it's on Instagram. Yeah. If you go to the the, the Rhapsody Fitness CHS Instagram, it's on our um, yeah. IGTV. Yeah, 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 IGTV there. <laughs> um, but it's it's great. Jeffrey Story is great. This is the first part in the three part series that I'm working with this with these filmmakers on. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's going to feature three people from Rhapsody. Rhapsody is really not a giant part of the story. We're just sort of a footnote and sort of uh, like a part of their life. But it really takes a deep dive into these people's lives because it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, I find their stories to be all uniquely inspiring yeah. and. Um, from all different walks of life and how you can create a community where all these people come together mm-hmm. and coexist and help each other achieve their goals and, and, and really change their lives. So I think that's, that's super great. And, and if you get a chance, check, check it out there on a YouTube or Instagram. Love it. So the, 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 the quick thing I want to touch on today, because uh, I got all this, you know, catch up stuff because we haven't been in the studio for quite some time. Yeah. You know, we've been, we've been, we've released our box building series. I think we have seven episodes out now. Mm-hmm. There'll be three more on the way. Uh, the next one is about keys to the kingdom, creating a legendary customer service experience. Yes. Um, but one of the things that we get a lot of questions about, and as Rhapsody has sort of gained, you know, people know about us, they know that we're here and the people enjoy our setup. You know, you're doing some work with CrossFit, et cetera. Mm-hmm. People have been reaching out to us of like, hey, I'd love just to talk to you about this. Or I, I'm, I'm, we just had someone reach out this week that's opening a new gym on the other side of South Carolina. And it was like, hey, I would love to pick your brain about how you've set up your business. Yes. And, and, and to us, you know, we're not in the business of, of trying to make money by helping people. Mm-hmm. We, you know, our knowledge, we're an open book when it mm-hmm. comes to our systems and processes and what we've done. Yeah. And we also understand that there are no experts in this field. Yeah. You know, people that have experience, but everyone's journey is unique. And no matter where you're at or where you're located, your gym is going to be unique to that and to the individuals running yeah. it. Well, it has to be. It has to be. Yeah. But we are absolutely an open book to help people with our experience and they can take with that what they want. For sure. But we, one of the, the big questions that we get and in, in, in this guy recently this week asked us about it, like what, what is our process for onboarding? Mm-hmm. Because we talk a lot about details matter and details matter, whether it becomes to our coaching, whether it becomes to the member service experience or, an, and also in our facilities management experience, mm-hmm. we always say to each other, details matter. And, and one of the key points of making details matter is to create an onboarding process mm-hmm. for employees and staff members to come into your system and come into your gym and really learn not only the physical tasks, sort of the, the tactile things that happen day to day, but also philosophy, mission, core values, and how to really incorporate people into that system seamlessly so that they're set up for success. Yeah, I think it immediately goes to, as a, as a leader in my mind, I am always looking for creating ownership with every person on the team. Mm-hmm. That if I give them every aspect or every tool that they can use that ultimately they're going to take ownership of what we're doing at Rhapsody. And so then in turn, no matter what, they will be able to step up when the time comes when I'm not there. Right. right? And that, and, but at the same time, they're also a part of a team that 
they all keep each other accountable because of that. Mm-hmm. Everybody's on the same page. Everybody knows what needs to be done and what the level of, of specificity it needs to be. And if it's not kept, we all keep each other accountable, which is very good. Yeah. I mean, and training's hard. I mean, we've yeah. learned that. And, and Carrie has been really, we, we just have, we have a new hire mm-hmm. that's in the gym right now that you've mm-hmm. started to work with. And, and, and it's hard to create a training program because you have to kind of test it a few times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've had several employees along the way that we've refined this system. So to sort of break it down, kind of what our onboarding checklist, what we call it is, mm-hmm. is basically it's broken down into a four-week plan. Right. Now, they start doing the job sort of from day one, mm-hmm. but we layer in things because also you don't want to flood someone with two information yeah. from the beginning. So in, in the, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, with, when Carrie came, we were like, here's everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As Carrie's like, uh, what about me? <laughs> yeah. It was like sink or swim. It really was, but I'm yeah. here. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, in, the, in week one, you're obviously going to attack your human resources things, mm-hmm. and that's going to be setting up your employee files, setting up their payroll, setting up their, you know, everything dealing with that. Yeah, all the book work. All the book work stuff. Mm-hmm. You're going to just, you know, your handbook that you have for the gym, you're going to add them to all of your systems. You know, we use Zen Planner, we use Slack, we use Formsite, SugarWad, we have all these systems that we use, mm-hmm. and then our scheduling thing. So all that stuff is kind of done before they even walk in the door, truly. Mm-hmm. We get yeah, all that that's done. what you want to try to do. Yeah. yeah. And then from a marketing perspective, we do things like business cards and get them on the website. And we and I will say that that's a biggie, right? Because if you are if you are ahead of the curve when it comes to getting their business card, getting them on the website, getting them the, like, then there's not going to be any lag. The biggest thing and the biggest pet peeve that I have about uh, businesses is that they have a person on their staff for a month, two months, three months, and they're still not even on the website. Yeah. Like that drives me crazy. I'm like, they're a part of your team. Like you should, that should already been a thing that you did prior to them even like being on the schedule full time when you're onboarding them, they should, they should already have representation on your website with business cards, all of that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we did yours, yeah, we, like day one. Yeah, yeah. We had our marketing team reach out and do a whole interview with you, and it mm-hmm. was out. Yeah. Because it's also important to your community to introduce them so they know who this new person mm-hmm. is within your community. For sure. So all of that stuff sort of happens before they walk in the door. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to week one, they walk in the gym. We call this week We Are Rhapsody, which mm-hmm. is really about defining who we are. It, it goes over basic systems and processes so that they can get up and running. And then they get right into shadowing classes. They get right into shadowing facilities and member services, which we call points of performance. Mm-hmm. And, and there's constant evaluation. Totally. So talk to me a bit, Carrie, about, let's start with breakdown facilities first. Like what, what do you try to cover right at the beginning that, that gets people going on the facility front? Hmm. Good question. Um, I, well, I like the onboarding just because like top down, I feel like it just makes you reevaluate the way you do things. And so like, um, Lee's been watching me and it's like, Oh, all these facility things that I do every single day that have kind of become second nature. I start to like re-explain and he asks questions. I'm like, "Hmm, why do I do these things? Um, yeah. So just kind of getting into that. And then right from the start, we go over the whole book. So we have a whole checklist of 
every day. This is what we do. This is the open checklist. Um, this is the enhanced cleaning checklist that we do at 8 a.m. and 1 p.m. This is the bathroom checklist. And then we have our facility management book um, of just running down. And so this week, we actually started by doing that. Um, and I just took them through like, hey, this is how we clean the bathrooms. This is how we open in the morning. These are Monday through Sunday of what we clean and what we go over. And then um, it has just been day by day. We hit each checkpoint. Um, and it's not redundant, but you go through things and it's like, oh, okay, you start to see this is how we clean and this is how thorough it has to be. Um, I think when you're kind of looking at it from outside in, it's kind of like, oh, I come in every day and I see that these things are clean, but who cleans them? Right. And now it's like, oh, okay, this is how thorough you need to be. And it's really those small details of taking the PVC pipes out of the bucket and cleaning the bucket and putting it back in and cleaning all the wall balls and making sure they're perfect. Um, Things like that. So yeah. really getting down to the nitty gritty with that. I mean, and what we do with all of our checklists is basically every task that happens is documented. Yeah, exactly. Like nothing happens at the gym that's not on our checklist. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and 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 also what you do is you even found this this week. You find things yeah. that you're like, you know what? That could be documented mm-hmm. better or that could be done. We already had a meeting this week where we've already updated our checklist mm-hmm. based on the training that you've done with Lee. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Because you find things. So onboarding is something that you get better at over time. Yeah, you know, And just like with facilities, we'll go through our member services processes, which is about prospect funneling and reaching out to people and how to do drop-ins mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah. So we try to get those core sort of things focused in week one. But also on that, Alan, what are you trying to do with a new staff member, a new team member about the mission and philosophy and, and that, that surrounds what our, what our goal is. Yeah. I mean, we talk, we talk a lot about the Rhapsody way and the Rhapsody way is, it is all encompassing on how we approach experiences with all members throughout the entire time that they're inside of Rhapsody. And when we're, when we're interacting with them outside. The, the biggest point that I always drive home is that, and that's, and the reason why this episode is called details matter is because every little thing matters Mm -hmm. from the moment that somebody comes into the door on how you greet them to the way that the gym looks when they come in in the morning or the way that we set up for the night before. So it is, it is tra- the 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 space is transformed for that next day there 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 are so many small things that we have to focus on in order for it to become like um what's the word uh like second nature mm-hmm. yeah right um and i will say that in the beginning we are thoroughly we are detailed in everything that we talk about because if it's documented and if it's written down, they know what to follow. Yep. If it's not, it's you not don't know. Happen. It's yeah. not going to happen. It's not going to happen. It's either, it, it's a 50 50 chance. Yeah. And for me, those are not great odds. Yeah. You know what it is? I always liken it to theater. We, we mm-hmm. always draw our business back to theater because it was so inspired by what we do yeah. on, on that side of, of my life. And it's like, that's the script. Yeah. And you have to have the script in place. And the script's got to be really good before yeah. the performance can be good. Yeah. So even things like we all answer the phone the same way. Every member's greeted the same way. Mm-hmm. We have certain key phrases that we use in class that are used across the coaching team. Yeah. Because just like you say... 
our team being consistent at the CrossFit Games, it's important for our team inside the four walls to be consistent. Yeah. And so that consistent member experience. Mm-hmm. So that's really week one. Yeah. Basic, tactile things that we're mm-hmm. doing in the gym. And then we talk a lot and about philosophy. Philosophy. And we go through our mission. We go, we drill our core sure. values. Um, a lot of that is already covered during the hiring process because we lay it out very blatantly on this is what is expected. This is how Rhapsody is, how, how it's run. Um, and so for us, th- that has already been covered. And then we just reiterate it during that week one. Yep. And then week two, we get into prime coaching. And this mm-hmm. is when we really take a dive into class procedures and coaching. So what are guys, what are we trying to get across in that week? Yeah. Preparation, 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 <laughs> preparation. Um, yeah. Really just planning out classes. Um, I still do it every single day. I write out my class plan just for myself. Um, and that always helps me. And it just keeps me on task during class. And it just helps you um, make a better experience for everyone in the class. Um, I, we talked about it last night. Mm-hmm. Just like n- there's a difference between like knowing your lines and actually like creating an experience. And the more you know, like, okay how to lift a barbell like yes that matters but getting everyone to move and creating like a fun atmosphere it becomes much easier as you actually get into class and as you're prepared for class rather than just like hopping into a class and being like oh let's teach the air squat like Mm -hmm. there's a million ways to do it but like knowing your lines and then putting your little twist on it and just um making that whole class experience and a really good experience for everyone in the class. I mean, it's also, it, it's directly connected to the coaching education, mm-hmm. education level and, and also continuing education that we do here. But then also it's about getting people on the same, the same page when it comes to class programming mm-hmm. and class planning. We do, we rotate on a weekly basis every coach class plans for the gym. Mm-hmm. So like, for example, Carrie has this week, he, he, is planning all of the classes from Monday to Sunday. So we have a roadmap that he is, he is given all of the coaches. And then in turn, if a coach sees the class plan and wants to elevate it to, and add something to, to elevate the experience, that's completely fine. But we are all on the same page when it comes to the classes and how they're supposed to be run. Um, it also, that, that also elevates the standard, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no winging it, yeah. Because winging it does not work. Mm-hmm. So, uh, there's a difference between knowing your lines and being able to give the performance, and then doing stand-up comedy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, stand-up comedy fifty-fifty. You could either crush it that night, or it could be a total flop. I don't like those odds. I want it to be 80-20. Yeah. You and know? I would even argue that the greatest stand-up com- comics in the world are very prepared. Oh, And one, they test, test, test absolutely. those performances. We're, our, our producer here, Lindsay, she, she does stand-up comedy, and it's the same way. Yeah. Know? Joe Rogan was talking about it last week. He's like, man, I'm going out and playing all these club dates because i got to get my show better. You yeah. know, he says, I got to get out in front of people. Yeah. And you're going to get better as a coach. And these things yeah. will come second nature. But to set yourself up for success, preparation is everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And preparation, not just for like when the class in your head, how the class will go perfectly, but then plan B, plan C, and plan D. When all hell breaks loose, shit hits the fan, 30 people walk into your gym, and you're like, yeah, great. Okay, here we go. I've already planned for this. Yeah. Yeah. You know? 
So really, week two is about that. Week three, we, we call it Beyond the Four Walls. Mm-hmm. This is where we talk about our community initiatives. We have an initiative called Sweat, Sweat and Serve, which is where we go out in the community and do community service projects and a workout. Mm-hmm. We have our United in Strength Scholarship Program, where people come into the gym from the local community, from underserved communities, mm-hmm. and they work with us. And that is a big program that we're rolling out this fall as school gets back up and going. Yep. And then we also you know talk about community events and all those things. And so all they're that, really yeah. wrapped in to the, the community of Rhapsody. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, that week, of course, coaching continues. They yep. get into more uh, detailed facilities, facilities and, yeah, yeah. and software and selling memberships. And just we reiteration, that right? It's, yeah. that, that's the biggest thing is just constant feedback. And we have that, we talk about this a lot, but there's a constant feedback loop that every person on the team uh, is welcoming of feedback, and open to that feedback. That's really important to us. That's one of our core values yep. is being able to be humble enough to welcome that feedback to make yourself better. Totally. I think it's really important. And then the last week we called Ready to Launch. Mm-hmm. And that's where we sort of just, things have come a long way. The coaching's there. Mm-hmm. They're into the systems. They're into facilities. They're into member services. They're out in the community. And they're... They're rolling. They're rolling. Yeah. And again, the feedback loop never stops. Mm-hmm. Constantly giving them feedback. We review a few things in that last week to make sure we're all good to go. We do that last thing on that onboarding checklist, and then they're set up for success within the business. Yep. So every business will have uniques, right? You're going to make all your uniques. But I would really say take your time. Like mm-hmm. use a month to truly onboard someone. Don't try to get it done in a couple of days because they're not going to know everything. You know, plan it out. Mm-hmm. Really strategically plan out that first month. And also, I will say that the if you have if you have the luxury of a month, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you have the like for example, you know, Lee came on very quickly yep. for us, and so even though we have our onboarding checklist and we. The, it's good that we have our onboarding checklist because it makes sure that we're covering all of our bases. Yep. If you have a, 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 a quick hire, right? If you're like, oh man, we got to get somebody in here quick and you don't have a checklist to go off of, yep. are, you, are you actually covering everything that you need to cover? Sure. Even though Lee is off and rolling, we're still making sure everything mm-hmm. on these checklists are, are being, being accomplished for sure. Guys, that's a wrap for today. Thank you for, 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 yeah. for everything. Um, if you enjoy the show, down below, yeah, hit subscribe. Give us that five star review. Um, if you'd like to reach, <laughs> I thought you were like under the table. Oh where? no, no. <laughs> you can always engage with us on Instagram at Rap City Radio Show, or of course the gym at Rap City yeah. Fitness CHS, yeah. or email us at info at rapcityradio.com. We're back in two weeks with box building keys to the kingdom. I love it. I can't wait. All, All right, right thank you. Disney. It does. <laughs> <laughs> See you soon, folks. Be safe out there. Bye. Bye.